Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, what the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey No. And just like that is Tuesday night in New Jersey. You and me, Steve Trevelace, till 11 o'clock tonight. We got things to talk about. A good time shall be had by all. And you can be part of it at 1-800-283-101.5. Senator John Bramnick going to be calling in later on talking about crouton. I I thought it was something you put in a salad, right? That's crouton. Uh, But apparently, we need to regulate it. Why do we need to regulate it now? We will find out. Uh... 10 o'clock tonight, we lost Harry Belafonte. Uh, we'll talk about that. Carol Burnett, her 90 years old. we got to touch on that as well. Uh, but I want to start off with uh, the dead whales and dolphins that continue to wash up on our beaches. We have two different points of view on what's going on. First, we thought it was uh, when they stopped the windmill construction that uh, this would all go away. But now another argument has been introduced. And this one by uh, Senator Cory Booker and Frank Pallone, that it's uh, climate change that is screwing everything up. And my question to you at 1-800-283-101.5 is, which do you think it is? Which is more uh, affecting the deaths of the whales and the dolphins? I got a Twitter poll up. You can follow me at Real Steve Trev. But two points of view and the reasons behind the increased number of dead marine life in New Jersey were on display the past two days. Now, the group's Committee for a Constructive Tomorrow and the Heartland Institute sponsored a banner uh, plane with the website SaveWhalesStopWindmill.org over Atlantic City on Saturday, and which was Earth Day. And according to the New York Post, uh, Representative Frank Pallone and Senator Cory Booker spoke at a forum in Long Branch. They're blaming climate change uh, for the ships and the ships for the deaths. Basically, the marine, the marine life gets their sonar screwed up. They run into boats. And uh, developers along Atlantic Offshore's Wind, which is... Uh, been approved to start the wind farms off coast of New York and New Jersey, according to the New York Post, received special authorization from National Marine Fisheries Service to potentially injure or kill the whales as long as mitigation protocols and reporting procedures are allowed. They were followed. Activity Activists in recent months have noted an alarming uptick in dead whales floating onto the beaches in New York and New Jersey. At least nine recorded between last December and February. The two-month hike is apparently the highest in 50 years, according to Clean Ocean Action. So which do you believe is the bigger problem? Uh, Governor Murphy has committed some money to... Uh, trying to solve the problem. He's announced funding for offshore and environmental studies. Uh, trying to get the exact number, $2 million for additional funding. Almost as much as we would pay to defend the illegal aliens in this country. But, you know, uh, they're not yet here yet, the marine life. They're off the shores. Uh, 
But which do you think is the bigger problem with the uh, marine life? Do you think it's the wind turbines? Do you think it's the windmill construction? Or are you buying into climate change? 1-800-283-101.5. We keep this topic going because we need to keep this topic going. Because this is, uh, with summer coming, if this continues, it could destroy the business at the Jersey Shore. It could destroy vacation at the Jersey Shore. It could destroy, you know, renting at the Jersey Shore, going to the Jersey Shore, the tourism industry. But what do you feel is the biggest problem? Are you buying into the idea that it's climate change? You know, Murphy for years has been saying since it began that there's no connection between the windmills uh, construction and the uh, dead animals washing up on the beach. 1-800-283-101.5. And now out of nowhere comes uh, climate change. And if it is climate change, there's nothing we can do about it. One way we could find out about it would be to simply halt construction and see what happens. 1-800-283-101.5. Joe is in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. You know, trust your politicians. They wouldn't lie to you. Of course I mean, who not. Voted, who voted for these windmills and who voted for uh, the electric cars? I don't remember going to the polls to vote for this stuff. I like to know the wind. I, th- I think the windmills voted for the politicians, actually. It's amazing. Because they are one well, big bag of wind. But Joe, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Where do you come in on this? Uh, are you buying climate change? It's got to be the construction. Or whatever it is, let's find out definitively what it is. Is $2 million enough to spend to find out what it is? 1-800-283-101.5. Jim Hutchinson is the editor of Fisherman's Magazine. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago in his blog on nj1015.com where we talk about the conversation. And uh, basically, he's not buying it either. According to the poll I've got here, what do you think is more to blame for the dead dolphins and whales washing up on the Jersey beaches? Uh, 71.4%. Wind construction and uh, 28.6% climate change. So where do you come in on this? And what do you think is going to happen? Are you worried about what's going to happen this summer at the Jersey Shore? You know, when people spend their hard-earned money to go away, uh, thousands of dollars for their week at the beach, and they pay for the parking, and they pay for the badge, and they bring their families, and their little kids are horrified at was washing up on the beach. And restaurants will serve it over pasta and call it the Murphy Special. Because this is what we've come to. 1-800-283-101.5. But, you know, if you're, if you're really following this, and you're following the windmill construction, and you're following climate change, which do you think it is? And what, what do you base that opinion on? Ryan's in Somerset on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? I'm uh, good. I, I did want to make, I, I wanted to make two points. Go ahead. Uh, one, uh, with, with these politicians, uh, they're, they're spouting all of this, uh, they think it's this, they think it's that. That's a lot of thinking, but no facts. Well, you see, they could find out, right? Why not get a definitive study so we find out exactly what it is? Yes, exactly. And my second point, you know, how can it be climate change if it if the significant increase is only happening along the Jersey Shore or the eastern seaboard? I mean, 
a bitch, climate change, wouldn't this be affecting it globally? Mm, the climate does change around the whole world, doesn't it? Not only in New Jersey and New York. <laughs> so, so how do you explain the uh, thousand percent increase in just a specific area that just so happens to be doing all of this construction work? A Christmas miracle? <laughs> <laughs> an act of God? I mean, I have no idea. You know, and, and it's funny because they, you know, they sit there so pompously telling you uh, Booker and Pallone like they know what they're talking about, like they know what this is. And uh, you know what this is, just like I know what this is. Total BS. Yeah, no facts to back it up. None whatsoever. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Okay, what are you leaning as far as the uh, dead dolphins and whales washing up on the beach? Are you going windmill construction or are you going climate change? 1-800-283-101.5. Tension, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows is excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. For a limited time, when you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing, no money or interest due for 12 months, and a rebate check when your project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You can get paid to complete your project. This program is only available through East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows as New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contract since 1979. They have been proudly serving New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. Here's fast traffic every 15 minutes on New Jersey. 101.5, Steve Trevelisse. All right, we got dolphins. We got whales washing up on the beach. Been a little light lately, thank God. But what do you think is the reason? Uh, we've been going with the wind construction. If they would halt that, we could find out if it is the answer, but they won't halt that because I guess there's too much money involved. Governor Murphy's willing to spend $2 million to see what the problem is. And uh, U.S. Representative Frank Pallone and Senator Cory Booker, they're going on climate change. Uh, Pallone added that instead of offshore wind development, which said began in 2016, prior to the recent series of whale deaths, Climate change has proven to be the biggest threat to marine mammals. So, as a caller said earlier, why climate change is all over. Why is it happening now? Climate change covers the whole world. Why is it happening here, now? JR is in Evanel on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, JR. How you doing, boss? Good. How are you? I'm great and great. How about yourself? Uh, so far, so good, but it's early yet. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, actually, I found uh, someone on the Internet. Uh, a guy's name is Ben from Suspicious Observers. He ex actually explains it to the T why this is happening with the whales and the dolphins. Uh, he claims that, that we're having a pole shift due to our polar caps are melting. Right. Once that happens, then the magnetic fields shift towards where the heaviest side of the planet is since the poles are not that heavy anymore. Uh, so he's going climate change? Uh, not so much climate change. It's our sun. Because of the melting, I'm thinking? Our sun. Uh, we're actually uh, coming soon to what they call a 12,000-year cycle. Right. Uh, what's going to happen soon? Within probably the next 10 years, he claims, we're going to have what they call a micronova. And the uh, sun's actually going to explode. That's how they found out we had the last ice age. Okay. Human race might be... 
close to extinction within the next 10 so years. So this is only the beginning, right? It starts out with the whales and the dolphins. I think they, I believe the word for this is Armageddon, right? Yes, yes. Uh, not so much, not even the whales. Uh, the, the sheep that they're doing circles and all that, mm -hmm. you know, all the animals are starting to get lost because the... The poles are not where they're supposed to be anymore, and they're getting confused because, you know, they have the built-in supposedly like GPS or whatever they call right. it. Right. Uh, and it's affecting the animals. He claims it's not the windmills. Not the windmills, not the climate change. It's the shifting of the poles. Yep, it's the shifting of the poles. Uh, look them up on Suspicious Observers. Uh, I started uh, finding out, uh, reading up on him since October of last year, and uh, he's still at it, uh, so... Uh, all right, we'll check it out. JR, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, another JR. This JR is in Old Bridge on New Jersey 101.5. I got two JRs and not even 30 minutes on the show. What's up, JR? How are you? I'm a long-time caller and a long-time listener. Well, I'm glad you're here. Does JR stand for just rocking? Yep. <laughs> there you go. So tell me, what are your thoughts? I'm going with the windmills. Because You're not going UFO, huh? You're going with the windmills. The whale, the whales and dolphins hunt by sign, um, by uh, post like uh, sonar, and I guarantee you those electronics in the windmills are making them crazy. So why wouldn't they just stop it? Ah, too much money. Yeah, exactly. The check, the check has already been signed. So you're going, you're going windmills, and that's that. That's where you're yeah. sticking to. All right, because yeah, of the magnetics, because of the magnetic, the humming noise drives them nuts. Well, that makes total sense. And then they're running into boats and stuff. I'm not, you know, the climate change just doesn't make sense that all of a sudden, you know, it's happening now when, you know, uh, it didn't happen this bad last year. JR, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, we got Bill in Matawan. Bill's going climate change. Bill, your thoughts? My thoughts are we're, we're investing in windmills because of the thought around climate change, right? I thought we were investing in windmills for the thought around getting away from gas and uh, fossil fuels. And, and climate change, right, because of gas and, and the impact uh, to the environment. So one way or the other, right. because of this investment in windmills, is because of climate change and the belief in it. Do you believe in it? No, not really, no. Okay. Uh, so as, as the other gentleman said, we've had so many in a short period of time Climate change would happen more gradually if that was the cause. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, here we are, you know, with two different polar opposite, polar opposite, right, opinions on it. And if anything, if they simply would stop the construction and see what happens, we could get some kind of definitive proof. Yeah, if the deaths were going up 1% a year and then 2% over 20, 30 years, I'd say, yeah, maybe climate change. But it's too, too cute in a short amount of time. No. Bill, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mary is in Williamstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mary. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm in there. So listen, it's not climate change. It's not the Russians. The polls <laughs> might be changing. If we're all going to be dead in 10 years, what the hell difference does it make? Yeah. So the bottom line is it's sonar. It's the windmills. And here's the best. Murphy sold us out to us company over in, I think, the Netherlands is doing the windmills. It's not even a United States company doing the windmills. He didn't ask our permission. He's putting it on our coast. He's destroying... And on our tab. What's that? And on our tab. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's destroying everything. And nobody asked our permission. 
No, we well, see, this is the problem. We get no say in anything since we've elected him. We had no say through COVID as he signed emergency orders to uh, eliminate all the other decision makers and do it all himself. You know, uh, public health emergencies. So now here he is doing what he wants to do. Now, it's going to be interesting to see now because Biden has announced he's going to run again for another try, another four years. So well, what does know, that do to, to, to protect himself and his family? You know, yes. Yeah. But what does that do to, Mur- you know, figuring the thoughts that Murphy could actually be running for president? Does he go back to his regular hairstyle now or what? Does he take that that thing off his head or what's the deal? <laughs> but I mean, it's- yeah. My daughter didn't even know who, she's like, who is this? It He's looks like the Tribbles from Star Trek if she parked on his head. But regardless of that, I mean, as far as this is concerned, you know, uh, it just seems, make, makes total sense. It's so obvious what's going on, and they sit there and deny it, and there's that damn thing we can do about it. Mary, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Okay, it has been introduced uh, by our U.S. Representative Frank Pallone and Senator Cory Booker. Climate change is the reason that the uh, creatures are washing up on the beach. And I got a Twitter poll about it. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. We can talk. You follow me at Real Steve Trev. We uh, tweeted it out through the radio station. I'll give you the results coming up. Very simple question. What do you believe is causing the problem? Do you believe that it's the wind construction that's screwing up the sonar, causing these creatures, these beautiful animals to uh, run into boats and they're so screwed up and they end up dying, washed up on the beach? Do you believe it's climate change? 1-800-283-101.5. I got one open slot. Jump on. It's 730. Every 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Florida has SeaWorld. New Jersey's soon going to have Windmill World because all the SeaWorld is uh, washing up on the beaches. We're alive and well in Florida, right? Twitter poll. What do you think is more to blame for the dead dolphins and whales washing up on the Jersey Shore beaches? Wind construction, 71.8%. Climate change, uh, 29.1%. We just had a change. Assemblywoman Vicki Flynn. 13th District, uh, Monmouth County, joins us on New Jersey 101.5. Assemblywoman, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Steve? Uh, I don't know. It all depends. What, what, what are your thoughts on this? Which way are you leaning if you're a betting woman? Well, I, I'm betting on what my constituents tell me to do, and that's let's, let's put a halt on those windmill projects right now. Um, No matter what, and I think the callers you're hearing from tonight are telling you, and I'm assuming your poll will tell you the same, no one's believing that it's not related to that when the windmill projects. I mean, no, and no one has can say with definite, although they are trying to say definitively that has nothing to do with it. There's no proof to to support that statement either. So I think, and I know my constituents as well as constituents throughout the state, it's just not a short town issue it's a statewide issue people want to halt they've never seen a project in the state of new jersey move this fast before um and i think it's time to pause and make sure that we're not forever impacting our marine wildlife out there um in, in the name of some green project that is not 100 percent green no and how scary is this for the shore tourism industry it is. I mean, it's not it's the the tourism. We depend on that heavily. And, you know, a bad Memorial Day weekend or, you know, just, you know, a poor rain forecast can throw off the whole entire economy, summer economy that we depend upon in, down the shore. 
Um, never mind what they're planning to do here. Like I think you said, it's we have the windmill. Pro, you know, we're going to be known for the windmills off of the yeah. Coast, and that's not. No one's happy about that either. And it goes to your point. I think one of your callers was talking about, and you responded so accurately, which I've heard time and time again from so many people. Why isn't anyone listening to us? When do we get to have a voice in this? Well, you know, that's the biggest problem. Since Murphy got in, he's taken over and doesn't let anyone else speak, doesn't give anyone else a voice. And as far as this goes, why not just to see? Halt construction, do an investigation, come up with the answer. The people, we want to know what's going on. We want to know what you think is going on. We want to know exactly what's going on. Do you think $2 million is enough to commit to this project? No. <laughs> no. By no means, I don't think so. Um, and nor does anyone else. And that's the thing. You know, look, it might not be the windmill project. I'm not saying with I'm not saying definitively it has something to do with it. I'm not that person either. But until we have definitive information upon which we can rely to say it is, then then I think we, we have to put a halt on it. I mean I do believe, and, and, and that's the thing, it's, it's, it's actually strange because there's really no controls in place, from what I can tell, to measure how this is impacting, it is actually impacting whales. When I ask that question to the experts that are out there saying this has nothing to do with the windmill project with the sonar work that's going out, out on our coast, I'm told, well, there was, you know, a study done, you know, we're looking how when they install... Um, something out in the Gulf when they do, you know, oil rigs out there. We don't see the impact to whales there. So they're extrapolating from that that this is not impacting what's going on off of our shores, off of the Jersey Shore. And I'm like, I don't think that's apples to apples. That's not good enough for us. No. I mean, you know, I'm a litigator by trade, and I'm like, how is this all possible? How are are we not, how are we not, you know, asking, like I said, you go to, I've been on those beaches when those whales washed up and everyone's looking there. There's no one there that believes. And even if you're standing there and the NJDP stand there and saying, there's nothing to see here. This is not because of that windmill project and the work they're doing out there exploring where to put it in, in the bedrock. This has, has nothing to do with that at all. They're not going to believe it. Their eyes are not, their brains are not allowing them to believe it. So I think we need to pause for our constituents to make sure we give them the information that they can have to make sure all is well off of our Jersey Shore. Because it's not only tourism, not only lifestyle. We have a very vibrant fishery um, economy that we need. We, we shouldn't be destroying in the process. We Absolutely. also have. I don't know if you. I, I don't know if you saw today in the Wall Street Journal the editorial board issue. Um, I think it was in today's um, paper. They talked about down in, and you could tell this is this is an issue now in Virginia and and the, and the Carolinas down there. Um, the impact um, that that's going to have on our military and the exercises that they do off of our coastline. The Pentagon is they're saying wasn't even considered, and they're you know the fact that the places where they want to put some of these windmill projects down there interfere with our operations and our the mission. For, for national security pur- purposes that are going on off sea, off the shores there. No, we've so got we've got to get to the bottom of it. We've got to. I want to thank you so much for coming on, Assemblywoman Vicki Flynn, Thirteenth District, Monmouth County. Yeah, you know, and hopefully we get to the answer to this quickly because we deserve that. We yeah. pay for that. Yeah, I want you to just tell you. You know, people say, "What can I do?" I feel like 
I don't have a voice. And I know it's hard right now to feel that way. But talk to your local. Um, we A lot of the mayors and councils down here in the short communities are passing resolutions asking them to put a halt. Um, there's a, AR-181. Email all your legislators in the state and tell them to please support that. We have a lot of support for that bill. We need more. All right. We'll get the word out. Thanks so much for calling in. Thanks, Steve. Have a great night. You got it. You too. Same way when Victoria Flynn, 13th District, Monmouth County. Your thoughts. What do we do about this? What do you think is more to blame for the dead dolphins and whales washing up on the Jersey Shore beaches? You would think this is an obvious question, but obviously there are people uh, like Senator Booker, Representative Pallone, who don't. Uh, windmill construction or climate change? Which is the bigger problem in New Jersey affecting the dead whales and dolphins? 1-800-283-101.5. Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back? Don't you want to enjoy your life without pain? Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help. Pain or even age is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three, five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Thomas River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Our government thinks we're rubes. That they could just tell us anything, you know? That's climate change. No, really? It's not the windmills. Oh, no. Climate change. Uh, from NJ.com, echoing New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection Commissioner Sean LaTourette, who was also at the roundtable. Frank Pallone added, instead of offshore wind development, which he said began in 2016 prior to the recent deaths of the whales, climate change has proven to be the biggest threat to marine mammals, and we have to advance clean energy to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. It's all about pushing the clean energy. It's all about pushing the Green Deal. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. What do you think is the biggest problem? Greg is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. Hey, Steve. Um, it's definitely not climate change. It is the the construction for the windmills. The sonar is blinding to those animals. Um, and, you know, the liberals, it's, this is wrong on so many levels. Liberals have n- no limiting principle, right? The Green New Deal and... Global warming is their boogeyman for anything and everything they want to do, right? Anything that's wrong in the world is blamed on on climate change. They don't even call it global warming anymore. It's climate change. So if there's a flood, it's climate change. If there's a drought, it's climate change. Too much asthma, climate change. And and now this. And it's preposterous. It you know they didn't find in the in the stomachs of those whales you know big things of plastic and fishing nets. There's no other cause that's immediately apparent. And, and nor did they test their their ears. They didn't test their hearing, you know, the sonar track. They don't want to know the answer. They right. don't want to know because it would confirm that it is their uh, this construction. Now, you know, why should Murphy care? Democrats keep getting reelected every year. Why should they care about what anyone thinks? They well, just that's part of it because they just agenda. they show that by how condescending they act towards us. How dare we even ask? Who do we think we even are? Exactly. Yeah. Right, and the reason they do that is, you ha- in order to, in order, 
in order to win the argument when they can't win it is they have to demonize and shut down the opposing argument rather than engage in an argument. So they shut us down and they just proceed with their crazy construction. And if carbon is the issue, these windmills aren't going to help a thing because in order to create these windmills, they have to release all manner of carbon into the air. There's lots of oil, there's all kinds of construction and it, it costs 10 times as much and you'll get a third of the energy that you would with a natural gas line, which we're sitting on top of. Right. And Greg, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mike is in Woodbine on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? Doing pretty good. I just want to know one thing. Like, first of all, why aren't the whales washing up ashore if it's global warming in New York or in Massachusetts or in North Carolina? There's a few in New York. It's New York, New Jersey. What? There's a few in New York. It's New York, New Jersey. It's like that area. Right, but basically you don't hear about it in, off the coast of Virginia no. or, or North Carolina. And I want to know, all these, like Murphy and all these other people, are all worried about the bears. Why aren't they worried about whales and dolphins? I mean, the bears... Isn't that funny? Not the bear it's, it's selective. You know, they're, they're not worried about the bear. They're, they're worried about... The, they're not worried about, like you said, they're not worried about the whales and the dolphins. They're worried about the bears. And the bears are going to people's backyards. You know, they're, they're harassing people. You know, whales... But nobody cares about the whales. You know, why don't they care? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. This is not fitting their narrative. And that's what it boils down to. Well, it always, it always boils down to the narrative. But again, what bothers me is also the lack of respect that we have because they think we're so stupid. We're going to buy into this, that we're going to believe it. And we're going to be convinced that what they're doing is right simply because this is what they're telling us. You know, it's climate change. And until, until we eliminate all fossil fuel, this is what we have to do. This is the bullet that we have to bite. I'm like, okay, no problem. And what gets me about it is there are idiots who not only believe it, but vote for them. I can't understand anybody making the case on how any of these people got elected, yet they do. And it's almost like the, the, the voters are as stupid as they are as far as when it comes to condescension. Well, if you look at that poll you, you, you mentioned, it says oh, 32% of the people believe it's climate change. That's three out of 10 people are that stupid. And, and but yet he gets he gets elected 116 votes right now. We did this like a half hour ago. Wind construction 73.3, climate change 26.7. And there are people. That's your radio station. But that's your radio. Your radio station leans more towards the right. So you're gonna have a you're gonna have no. I, I put it out on my own personal Twitter poll. We retweeted it through the radio station. But still, oh, okay. You know, but think of it this way: this is the number one radio station, the number one talk station. Who else, who else is saying anything? So how the hell could a station be this big? And then, and nobody calls in here debating, you know, defending these people. And yet they just keep getting elected. And the more you see and the more you talk about and the more you read about, you shake hand and you go, how could people be this stupid? And somehow they are. Or maybe, Steve, maybe, maybe, maybe elections are fixed. I don't even want to go there. That's all I need. 800 Jersey Radio. Very good, informative station. New Jersey 101.5. Oh, yeah. We'll talk till 11 o'clock tonight. The 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. We have two theories now as to why the whales and dolphins are washing up dead on our Jersey Shore beaches as we get closer and closer to summertime. One is the windmill construction. And is it messing with the sonar? 
so that uh, they run into ships and boats and die. The other is introduced on uh, Monday with uh, Frank Pallone, Cory Booker. Climate change. Uh, that's the new one. Is that what you believe it is? Considering climate change only affects the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I got a Twitter poll up. What do you think is uh, to blame? And uh, we've got wing construction at 75.2%. 24.8% is climate change. Uh, 137 votes so far. So uh, where do you stand on this? Uh, two groups, the group's committee for a constructive tomorrow and the Heartland Institute sponsored a banner plane, uh, with the website, save the whales, stop, uh, save whales, stop windmills.org over Atlantic city on Saturday, which was earth day. And, uh, meanwhile, Frank Pallone, Senator Booker spoke at a forum in Long Branch blaming climate change and the ships for the deaths. Eric is in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Eric. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. So yeah, I just wanted to say I'm originally from Somerset County, New Jersey, a proud New Jersey boy. All right. What are you um, doing in Pennsylvania? We'll sneak you back in here. Um, I'm actually uh, going to school out here now. So um, yeah, I'm about to graduate. Oh, um, good. Congratulations. Bachelor's degree. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so yeah, I'm actually studying conservation and wildlife management, and right. um, so I, I actually yeah I, I agree that um, the windmill construction is definitely having an impact on the um, the whale and dolphin deaths. Um, I mean the sonar, like you mentioned, is is a big reason for that, um, and also um, you know it not only is it affecting marine mammals and it's also going to affect birds if if these windmills are constructed mm. because uh, New Jersey you know has a is along the Atlantic Flyway, which is a major migration route for you know millions of birds, right? Um, along the along the, you know the East Coast, and um, if those things are built, you're going to see thousands of birds being killed every single year by these windmills. Step two, and, the um, next. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a disaster. It's going to be a terrible disaster for our state. How do they not see it? How do they not see it? How do they think we're so stupid that we would believe the crap they're feeding us? Well, I think um, basically, I mean, what Murphy's doing—it's all—he's doing it for political reasons because he—he sure. he just wants to say that he's, uh, you know, going to try to, you know, solve the climate change problem by putting these windmills up and not giving anybody in the state a say about it. And um, that's what—that's all he really wants. He wants that image of him saying, you know, that so that he can say, you know, I'm the guy that helps solve climate Lying change. Lying in the face. Yeah, I, I know it—it it, it makes no sense because it's going to harm more wildlife then it's going to help with, you know, emissions or anything. It's, you know, the priority should be on protecting our wildlife. You would think. On, you know, yeah. Well, he's, he is protecting I mean, the bears, but he's not protecting wildlife. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, yeah, it, I know. It, it makes no sense with him. Yeah, I was thinking today, as I'm, uh, you know, taking the plastic bag that I had to pay $8 for out of the box to put in my garbage can, because I can't use the one that Murphy banned because we're saving the environment. And apparently, you know, a seagull will know that this bag was bought and paid for, so it won't harm him. But the single-use plastic bag will. That's the stupidity of our governor. And then when you see it on this yeah. level, but again, the thing that drives me crazy is that there's just no respect. I'm doing what I want. I don't care what you think. And if you have a problem with that, too bad. You know, and yeah, that's I mean, his attitude. Yeah. Uh, he, he acts like a tyrant. I mean, it's ridiculous. It totally is. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Margie's in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Margie. 
Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? So, so um, these representatives, and I use the term loosely. Who the are they representing? They're not representing us. <laughs> no, absolutely They're representing not. each other at the party. Look at me. But the only reason they could say stuff like that is that they may have money also tied up in these projects, just like Murphy does. Right. Even though some people have said, oh, well, no, no, that's, they don't have money. There. Nah. But think about it. Come on. You of know? course. And the, the other thing is, too, um, if he, and then I was thinking about this the other day, he's doing this, but I think it's also, he probably is like his, his fairly well before he starts to go for his presidential bid. Well, and Biden said he's going to run today. So everybody that screws that, yeah. everybody up now because <laughs> none of them now, now they're screwed, right. right? What are they going to do? They're stuck with but Sleepy Joe. Right, but it's kind of like, oh, it's like a big middle finger to New Jersey, plus it makes him look good in the in the bigger stage to the, the you know the federal government, whomever, to say, oh, look, I'm this the big climate guy. I did this in New Jersey. Yeah, and uh, the right, and then and it absolutely is is the windmills that are causing this because there was it's a study obvious. done years ago as well. Well, there's studies done. This is not the first time this has happened, mm -hmm. but there have been studies done. I, I want to. I wish I'd save the the. Um, the study, uh, the, the, the source, but they followed a pot of whales and it was about this underground mapping, the sonar, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it confused the whales that they were separated from each other. So they, they stopped feeding, they stopped looking for food, they stopped feeding their young. So it, it created a, a devastating impact on this particular pot of whales that they were following in this study. So it is out there, but, um, they don't really promote that, and, and you have to look for these things. It's not, you know, apparent. Like, you have to look for these studies. No, they promote climate change. You know, they, they promote exactly, what's exactly. on their agenda. Margie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. In Neptune City, we have Brian on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad you're talking about this. Um I'll tell you one thing. We passed a resolution in town a couple of months ago calling for an investigation and a halt. And uh, it's crazy to think about this. You know, I got a, a background in marine biology, but it's insane to sit here and think about how, one, this has been spun. that It's okay that dolphins and whales are washing up dead along our shore. But, two, they're making this political. Like, if you notice that type of spin they're trying to put onto it, it, it drives you nuts. Yeah. And... You know, like, it's, they're making it adversarial. It's like, this isn't adversarial. Everything they do is adversarial. Everything they do. It's us against them. That's the way they run government. It's us versus them. And if you're them, you're the bad guy. That's exactly right. And look, that's why I brought up the fact that we passed a uh, bipartisan resolution with Republicans and Democrats on it. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you another thing. You know, you mentioned about the eardrum that they're not investigating. I'll tell you why. So the truth will come out. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that that could be the very big reason. So the eardrums and the hair follicles actually start deteriorating within forty minutes to an hour after the dolphin or whale's death. Oh, really? So they, yeah. So they can't actually sit there and say that without a doubt. And this is coming from a an agency that's involved in the federal government and happens to be stationed in Monmouth County too. I won't say which one, but, you know, uh, a long time ago, there was somebody with a similar name who had a big arc. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, so, yeah, you, so the eardrums actually deteriorate almost automatically. 
And the way I the way I equate it is think about it this way. Right. So say if, if these animals are having scarring from boat strikes. Let's just say if that's the case. Picture a, a boxer. What happens when a boxer gets clocked in the ear or in the temple? They get dizzy, confused, concussed. Sure. Walking around. Now picture you put that guy out in the traffic. That's exactly what it's been compared to, right? So then here they are, here they are dazzled, and they're swimming around with boats. And we've got more boats now. You know, it's gotten more populated in the seaways. So, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Brian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jerry Scott, hang on. He's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. You know those dolphins and whales that are washing up dead on the beach? And that windmill construction they started doing as we uh, try to convert, get rid of that evil fossil fuel. Nothing to do. No, no connection there. No connection. The real problem, says uh, Cory Booker, Frank Pallone, climate change. That's the problem. You buying it? 1-800-283-101.5. Got a Twitter poll up. Uh, what do you think is more to blame? For the uh, dead dolphins and whales washing up on the Jersey Shore beaches, wind construction, 75%, climate change, 25%, 156 votes. Jerry is in Bayville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jerry. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing good. I just wanted to uh, chime in on this. Yeah, please. I read somewhere I read somewhere a while ago that, um, well, not too long ago, it was about the JECS Offshore Wind Group and the Orsted right. Wind Construction Company uh, do their own buy. And it was something about uh, Phil Murphy. Uh, his company owned both of them. No, we dug into that and found out that they do not. He is not, that is not Phil Murphy's company. Uh, but, but, you know, you can go check that at nj1015.com. But regardless of that, I mean, are you buying climate change? No. No. I, I, they, no they just think either. we're so if stupid. Yeah, if the seas are rising, why are they putting windmills out in the middle of the ocean, you know? Well, you know what? Again, and, and, and you know, climate change would be the whole world, not just the Jersey Shore. But again, the, bays, the rivers, yeah, this is how stupid they think we are. Jerry, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. It should be insulting. But then again, we don't care. You know, apparently they just keep voting for him. Uh, Scott's in Millstone on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Scott. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. How are you, pal? Um, okay. I think everybody knows that it definitely is the wind turbine problem that's uh, killing all the sea life. Um, I think the governor's office actually knows it also because uh, here at our house, Everyone in our house calls the governor's office every single day. Really? In fact, it got it got to the point where there's this one secretary there that keeps saying, "Oh, I recognize your voice. You you call a lot." And I said, "Yes, I do." I said, "Are you getting a lot of calls for this?" And they say, "Yes, we get them all day long." And I said, "And and what's going on with uh, anybody supporting this?" She says, "I'll be very honest with you, sir. We get almost no one calling supporting this. Almost no one." And I said, well, shouldn't that tell you something then? And uh, she she said, I can't really say because I work here in she the can't. office. But I'm just letting you know that no one is calling to support this. And the bottom line is this isn't even about money. It's something more important to this guy. What's it's that? Political power. power. It's political power. So, so then that he can go around the country when he's running for president saying, I'm the greenest person there ever was. 
I'm the person that put up the biggest windmill, the biggest wind turbine fields in the world, only nine miles off the coast. And he thinks that's going to get him votes. Well, you know what? He's got four years to work on it because Biden announced he's going to run again. So it's going to would have to it would have to be like a four year layoff. Uh, and when you look at his body of work as governor of New Jersey, does this seem to you like presidential timber? No, it's been horrible. Not at all. Exactly. COVID. And how the hell did this guy get reelected on COVID when more people died under Murphy than anybody? Exactly. And the best part of all this is the wind turbines that are going on out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there ever a vote out there for the constituents of the state of New Jersey saying, yes, we want these things out here? And no. they know that that's not true because their office themselves are saying, yeah, we can't get anybody to support this. And yet they just continue to do it. That's the most frustrating thing. They just continue to do it. John is in New Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm just wondering how come uh, the windmills are only affecting uh, sea life over here on the East Coast. That I don't know. Where... On the West Coast, they had the windmills for, I don't know, years, years, 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, whatever. I've been out there, and they've had all the windmills all over the place. You never hear anything about seals. Maybe it only affects the sea life swimming east instead of west, because that would be the Pacific Ocean. This would be the Atlantic. (laughs) I don't know. I I, honestly, God, I'm not a marine biologist. They have to be be falling east to get to the coast. I would imagine, right? I mean, I'm thinking... They go west, they go to Japan, and they go get food, get eaten. They become sushi. (laughs) Then they send it back here with wasabi and a little soy sauce, (laughs) which is probably what... That is going to be the Jersey Shore special this year, you know? My father would go fishing. And he would catch tuna. And he said that after he caught the tuna, they'd come back to the docks. And these guys would be at the docks. And they would have, like, knives on them. And they would literally cut the... Right there, they would take a slice of the tuna and taste it. And buy it right there. And they'd pay him for the tuna. You know, so maybe that's going to be this summer. This summer's uh, thing. They they did the same thing back when I was back in Brooklyn. They did the same thing. And she said, hey. Yeah. People, you have to come down with... Boats come in and shoot at bay and put hey, the fish up and give it, sell it, whatever. Buy it right yeah, there. I don't know. Yeah, John, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. What do you think is more to blame for the dead dolphins and whales washing up on the Jersey Shore beach? It's very simple because now we have two theories. We have theory A, which is the wind turbines, which we've been going with now for the last couple of months. And then all of a sudden, we get reintroduced to climate change. From U.S. Representative Frank Pallone, Senator Cory Booker, uh, your thoughts. You know, which which do you think is the problem? According to Pallone, uh, he's blaming it on the climate change. And uh, we got to get rid of the fossil fuel. Yeah. According to uh, Pallone, uh, climate change has proven to be the biggest threat to marine mammals. And we have to advance clean energy to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. Because they, they beat the fossil fuel drum. That's got to go. Uh, meanwhile, does it make you feel, I don't know, uh, insulted that they think we're this stupid, that we're going to buy this? 1-800-283-101.5. But give me your thoughts. We've been talking about this now for the last 90 minutes. I can get you on if you call right now. You want to jump in, this is the time. 1-800-283-101.5. 
What do you feel is causing the problem? And what do you feel should be done about the problem? We had Assemblywoman Vicki Flynn call in earlier. All in New Jersey's talking about this. They flew plane on Saturday uh, over the beach trying to stop this. At least stop it. Let's test it. Let's find out what's going on. Let's get to the problem. Instead of telling me what's not the problem, tell me what is the problem. Governor Murphy's willing to commit $2 million to this. Less money than he would commit to defending someone in this country illegally. But it is what it is. And you tell me what it is. Is it climate change or is it the wind turbines? 1-800-283-101.5. from Steve Trevely. It's 830. Fifteen minutes on New Jersey one oh one point five. Steve Trevelis. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the whales washing up on the beach, the dolphins washing up on the beach. What do you think is more to blame? Is it uh, the wind construction? Seventy four point seven percent on my Twitter poll, one hundred seventy votes. Twenty five point three think it's the climate change. Where do you stand? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. There are two points of view as the reason behind the increased number of dead marine life on the New Jersey shore. And they were on display the last couple of days. The group's Committee for a Constructive Tomorrow and the Heartland Institute sponsored a banner plane with the website SaveWhalesStopWindmills.org over Atlantic City on Saturday, which was Earth Day. Meanwhile, in Long Branch on Monday... Representative Frank Pallone, Senator Cory Booker, they spoke at a forum talking about climate change as the reason for and uh, the change of the ships for the deaths. 1-800-283-101.5. Echoing the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection, Commissioner Sean Latorte, who is also at the roundtable, Pallone added that instead of offshore wind development, which he said began in 2016 prior to the recent series of whale deaths, climate change has proven to be, the quote, the biggest threat to marine mammals. And we have to advance clean energy to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. So uh, where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. Governor Murphy says there's no connection. However, he is uh, approving a study. He's announced funding for offshore and wind environmental studies. Uh, $2 million he committed. Less than uh, the legal fees for the illegal aliens that he's uh, willing to finance. But where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. Whether or not we know that there's a connection with the wind turbines, why don't we just find out? Why don't we halt the development, you know, and just, you know, shut it down and see what happens? If nothing washes up, that's a good sign. Uh, How do we test these creatures? Better to find out. How much money can be spent to get the answer? See, the thing about it is they don't tell you the answer. They tell you what it's not, but they don't tell you what it is. I don't think $2 million is going to scratch the surface of finding out what it is, which raises the question, do they want to know what it is? 1-800-283-101.5. Now, how will this affect you? How will this affect your life? You go down the shore this summer. You take your family. Take your kids. You know, and they want to go play on the beach. And, uh, you know, and they, they've seen the movies. They've seen Flipper. They've seen Free Willy. They watch cartoons. And then these little kids have to find dead dolphins, dead whales washing up on the beach. Talk about take the heart out of the vacation. Take the heart out of the day. And what will that do to the tourism industry? 
you know, uh, the more we do this, the more we do these wind turbines, the more sea life we lose, fishing industry, tourism industry, people coming to New Jersey as a destination. You know, it's expensive enough to get to New Jersey, expensive enough to rent at the shore, to park at the shore, to buy a beach badge at the shore. And now you got to deal with this. And the simple question here is, why don't we just get the answer? Because they know the answer. So it's deflection. And if you have a problem with that, too bad for you. And does that bother you? Do you feel, I can throw this question out there too, do you feel you have a say in what goes on in your state? Do you feel that you're an active participant, that your opinion matters? Or is your job shut up and go along for the ride? Don't bother me, I'm working, I'm busy. Because that's kind of like, you know, you know, when you're a kid and your dad, leave me alone, I'm busy. Get out of here, I'm busy. It's almost like Mur- that's how Murphy's the, he's the father of New Jersey. Hey, Governor, shut out here. I'm busy. Shut up. You have a problem with that? And don't mess my hair. <laughs> that hair. Uh, but how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. Are you comfortable with this? And does it bother you? Does it drive you crazy? Some of the comments on Twitter, you know, some of the comments on the Twitter poll, they make you shake your head. You know, it's just, uh, it's that kind of a deal that we're stuck with. Why doesn't the state just halt the project for a year, get some data, figure out what's happening? The fishy part from Snide in, uh, on Twitter is the fact that those in control of New Jersey are uh, climate alarmed. Just seems to defy everything their agenda stands for. Where there's smoke. See, where there's smoke, I only have one question. What the hell are you doing here? It's you in Ambler. What's happening, you? I know it's a little early for me to call in. But I was wondering. Gets, but this subject gets to me, Steve. I, it, it, is it, this whole global warming thing, okay, uh-huh. or climate change, whatever they want to call it. First of all, I mean, everybody, when you wake up in the morning, the climate's changing, okay? Why, why do you think we have weather reports? Because the climate's changing. And, and the thing of it is, Steve, this is, the, this is probably going to be one of the biggest scams ever perpetrated on the human race, okay? Because when you look at the people that are trying to tell us about the dangers of this, they're all rich people, man. Yeah, and they're all going to make money as they invest in this. Right, and they fly around in their private jets. They have a bigger footprint than most Americans, you know? Well, not only that. But, uh, you know, when it came down to gun control, you know, uh, how about we give up the security and then see how you feel yeah. about gun control? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. That's that's the see, that's the, it's the double standard. But this is the thing. If we're not careful as a country, mm-hmm. they'll they'll turn this into a health crisis. And then we're going to go through the same thing we did with covid with lockdowns like your governor. He would love to lock down everything again, man. No, nah, he can't. Because that's what they're... That's what As a matter of fact, you know what? I was in Philadelphia today. I was at Einstein. Right. And they made me wear the mask. 
And one thing I say, here in Jersey, we don't wear the mask anymore. Even in the health facilities, we don't wear the mask yeah. anymore. We don't either. But a couple more things on this thing. Yeah, go ahead. If the government, if the government was really serious about this whole, you know, uh, climate change crap and, and fossil fuels, why don't they say, okay, starting tomorrow, no more sporting events held at night. Because how how much electric is being used? Oh yeah, to light up light up these stadiums, okay? Mm-hmm. But they'll never do that. No, that's the big dollars. And 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 how about this? We're going through this whole thing. They're telling us, oh, climate change is going to kill the the earth. But yet, we we are embarking on maybe a you know nuclear war. And that oh that's fine. You know we're gonna. You know, because we got to save all these other countries. A nuclear war will well, we won't go out. in it with fossil fuel. See, that's the thing. We won't go in. If we do have a nuclear war, we won't go in it with fossil fuel. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You shake your head and wonder, you know. Uh, you wonder how they could believe that we could be this stupid. But then again, they don't. They just don't care. Attention, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows is excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. For a limited time, when you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing, no money or interest due for 12 months, and a rebate check when your project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You can get paid to complete your project. This program is only available through East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows as New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contractor since 1979. They have been proudly surfing New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. This is the last week you can win up to $30,000 on New Jersey 101.5. Listen to the start of every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for the Jersey Cash Code. Enter it on our app for your last chances to win up to $30,000. Full details and rules are on nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Yoka Dealerships. Experience the difference with 40 locations, 25 brands, 10 collision centers in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Don't miss out. This is the last week of the $30,000 Jersey Cash Codes Contest on New Jersey 101.5. Some people say Taylor Ham. Some people say Pork Roll. Right. Some people say pump your own gas. Some people say uh, we do it ourselves. Um, Pump it for me. Some people say climate change. Some people say uh, wind turbines. What do you think is the biggest problem with the whales and the dolphins washing up dead on our beaches? Uh, Tom is in Milford under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tom. What's up, Steve? How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. I'm just curious if this is climate change or all the other reports in all the other states that the dolphins are washing up on their shores. I guess they don't have the same climate that we do. Their their climate has already changed, you see. (laughs) Our climate, we have to work our way up there. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, we're special climate. Yeah, we're special climate. We're we're Jersey. We're special climate. You know, we're, we're Jersey climate. Come on, that's a telltale sign. Again, it gets me that they think we're so stupid that we buy this. Exactly. Yeah, that's the insulting part. uh, Of course, of course it is. So, so, Mm -hmm. 
All right, that's all I got to say, bro. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Joe is in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? Great topic, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, this, you, you and I both know, and all the other intelligent people know, this is all bull crap. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Yeah. They got a ton of money wrapped up in these windmills, and they're not going to let it go. But uh, back when I was in school, they taught us all good things, not about drag queens and everything. And I had a class called Earth Science and learned a lot. And uh, the Earth goes through its own climate change over periods of time as its uh, elliptical orbit changes. The further you get from the sun... And the closer you get to the sun, it makes hot spells and cold spells. Well, we had an ice age. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they say that probably one day when the Earth moves in its orbit, we'll have another ice age. But right now, we are in a warming trend. So they just sell this stupid talk to the stupid people. You know what I'm saying? Well, they they think we're all stupid because the the fact that they could sell it and the fact that people would buy it is the thing that amazes me the most. You know, that somebody's buying it. Yeah. You know, I think... Some of the people, some of the people are. It makes me crazy. You know what else? Can I say something else too while I'm on? Sure. I'm into the gun thing and freedom. I love America. Always have. Okay. And these idiots, all these uh, mass shootings and everything, I'll guarantee you, if if I had enough money, I'd hire a, a private investigator. These are all sponsored by the government. And it's it's the no, same no, Jay, thing. It's, go that far. It's, it's history repeating itself. And uh, this is the same thing the Nazis did back in the 30s to get the guns away from the people. All right, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Senator John Bramnick is coming up at 9 o'clock talking about Kratom and uh, why we need to regulate it. So don't go anywhere. I'll know. Jersey Radio. You guys put on a fabulous show, let me tell you. New Jersey 101.5. Whatever gets you through the night. It's all right. It's all right. Steve Trevelis, getting you through tonight, you and me, here in New Jersey 101.5 on a Tuesday night. Check out my blog, nj1015.com. I put all the things that drive us nuts driving in New Jersey, just so you could be reminded. The amazing murals in Union City, my hometown, done by Maria. She's incredible. Best Chinese restaurants. And uh, Jim Hutchinson, Fisherman Magazine editor, weighing in on the wind power, the fishing industry that uh, we've been talking about for the last two hours, where to get the best desserts in New Jersey, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Do check it out. Uh, Number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. Tomorrow night, we've got Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey. 101.5. Gemini is going to be here. Very funny Gemini. Comic, ventriloquist, magician. Available for parties. We all have available for parties, by the way. Mark Rickadon is going to be here, fresh from his uh, uh, nationwide tour that he's been on. Justin Gonzalez. When he's not here, he's a tenor Justin Gonzalez, and he's singing Queen songs. But uh, what I want to talk about now, I never knew this existed. Uh, until uh, Senator John Bramnick is trying to regulate it. And it's called Kratom. 
And some people see it as a pain reliever. Some people see it as an LSD trip. Uh, where do you see it? Kratom can increase alertness, but it can also make you psychotic. And right now, it's sold in many forms with no control. You could just buy it at a gas station. And uh, Senator Bramnick wants to regulate it. And what I want to know from you at 1-800-283-101.5 is your experience with it. But um, when he's not the uh, senator from the uh, 21st Legislative District, or he's New Jersey's funniest lawyer, and he did a killer show at the State Theater last Saturday night. Uh, senator John Bramnick, what a show you put on. Well, I don't know. I think it's the other comedians, and I just kind of go along. You're so humble. I, you, know, they, they, you know, guys like you are the real true comedians. <laughs> And I'm, I'm just an afterthought most of the time. But Steve Trevelisse is not a great comedian, but one of the most lovable people in the state, according to everybody who meets him and talks to him. You're the best. You're the best. How was Saturday night? What a lineup. Rodney Laney, Vishnu Vaca, Julia Scotty, Vinnie Brand. What a lineup. How much fun was that Saturday night? I almost didn't want to go on stage. I just was sitting there watching it. <laughs> And Vinny Brand goes, it's time for you to go out. Oh, oh geez, I, I thought I was in the audience. I, I didn't want to move. That was one hell of a lineup. And you know what? I mean, you're you're so funny in your own right. I mean, you got a great routine. You keep them going. But I'm telling you, who closed that show? They were all headliners. Well, Rodney Laney did. Really? Rodney said, it's great. He said, I've got eight minutes. <laughs> cover it (laughs) and now you're doing nj pack in october i am it's gonna be finally i you know i have my own show at nj pack so i have to have an hour and 15 minutes of material right now i only have 15 minutes so i got another hour of uh, work i gotta do show highlight films (laughs) q and a q and a i'm i'm gonna steal your stuff you can have it. <laughs> you want to succeed, don't you? Are you crazy? I was with Vince August at the Polish American Club at White House Station. Oh, my God. He's another level. He is unbelievable. I'm going to be with him Friday night at the Elks Club in Summit. Uh-huh. He has. He's really a genius with audience work. Yeah. Yes. He is so quick on his feet. What a judge he must have been before they threw him off the bench. He should have his own show. He should have his own judge show. The night that you and he, and me and him were at Catch a Rising Star, and he made a whole show out of one table of four people, and people were hurting themselves. It was so funny. He's really special. And, you know, it's so hard in this business as a comedian. You can be really fabulous, but to be the, at the level where I guess Seinfeld or your own show, that, that's just, I don't know if it's luck or you just have to have a break. But somehow, somebody like Vince August should have that break. I hope so. So now, uh, were they passing out Kratom at the show to make everybody laugh? Because I was thinking of doing that. when I, I didn't even know Kratom existed. Tell us about Kratom. Well, I got a call from some constituents. Apparently, Kratom is illegal in six or more states. Right. And in many countries, including Australia, uh, it's illegal. It's a tropical plant, and if you take too much of it, it's harmful to your health. Apparently, the FDA is studying it, but they recognize it as a dangerous drug, but they haven't banned it. So all I did in this uh, piece of legislation is say that the health department needs to regulate it. We're not banning it, 
But somebody's got to label it and tell people you take too much of it. You're in the emergency room. So it's a tropical plant that we has significant effects, kind of like an opioid. Right. So all I'm saying is it's time for the health department to regulate it. And, and so hopefully the, the bill will pass the legislature. Why has it not happened yet? I mean, why is it taking this long? I'm looking at WebMD. And in an 18-month period between 2017-2019, uh, 91 deaths have been connected to Kratom. Well, legislation, you know, is slow. Normally, if you think about it, something bad happens in society. And then all of a sudden you hear senators and assembly people, oh, we're going to pass a law. So we're, we're normally... <laughs> behind the eight ball, except on taxes, we're always ahead of the eight ball. <laughs> and so, you know, somehow we we react as opposed to trying to get ahead of the curve. It's just the nature, I think, of legislation. It takes a while before some a lot of bad stuff has to happen before legislatures actually do something. I mean, that's just the history of lawmaking, unfortunately. And now you see, like, with other drugs and fentanyl getting into the act, you know, it's better that at least you know if you're getting Kratom what exactly it is you're getting. No, of course. But once again, you know, it's every the legislature is always in slow motion, right? To right. get anything done, you got the assembly, and they need 41 votes, and you got to go to the Senate, and that's 21 votes, and you need the governor to sign it. And now you have to get people behind the bill and you have to get the attention of legislators. That's not easy, right? I mean, trying to get them to actually, okay, let's focus on Kratom. They're like, what? <laughs> Adam, is that a real word? Or focus on that? Uh -huh. You know, until, as I said, it's going to take some really bad stuff to happen before this is in the fast lane in the rest of the states. Does this have anything to do with the legalization of marijuana? That, you know, because Kratom is still free and marijuana is now regulated. Was, was there any bearing on that? Because that was brought up today. Well, you think about marijuana, right? How long did it take first? First, marijuana was the worst thing in the world, right? Right, right. And then after many, many years, slowly it became medicinal, right? And then slowly and after a vote, it became recreational marijuana. So it's the same kind of pattern. Kratom is a new drug. Not really studied, so same, okay, at first it becomes a problem, then it becomes illegal, then they start to regulate it, and maybe after years of study, maybe it's something that's positive. But it's just a pattern when it comes to these kind of drugs. You, you don't know the long-term effect, and it took, how many years did it take? Uh, what was the movie years ago with marijuana? Me for Madness. Yeah, exactly. That was like you would go completely nuts and you end up in the in the hospital. And then all of a sudden. So it, it's it, it's study. It's it's a practical use. It's, and then eventually it either becomes banned or becomes prescription medicine or it becomes legal. And it's just a matter of time. Right. You know, 1934 was when that movie was made. That was something we watched at college. 1934. Madness yeah. was like mandatory. That was part of your college education when I was in school. Uh -huh. All right, what's the over and under? How long do you think it'll take to get this passed? Well, if bad stuff happens, uh, two months. If nothing, if, if it doesn't get in the news, uh, eight months.
<laughs> Let's go down the middle. We'll say like four and a half. I, I, I can't let you go without getting your thoughts about Biden announcing he's going to run again. You know, to me, you know, it's funny. You know how I feel about people. I, right. I don't like to be critical of anybody in my business. But he, I just don't understand it. You see how he's acting now. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm not saying he's a bad man. I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not Democrat versus Republican. But you see him the way he walks and when he talks, he looks like he struggles. And I can't possibly imagine that the people around him aren't saying, hey, it's time. And it, look, as I said, it's not about being Democrat or Republican. It's just practically. He sounds, here's he's announcing for re-election as president, and he doesn't sound too good, right? No. At some point, you got to hang up the sneakers. Even Michael Jordan, <laughs> you know, at some point, somebody said, you know, you're the greatest, right? Uh-huh. Eh, but maybe you got to, I, I don't, it makes no sense to me. And then what happens is, if it becomes something that has to happen, then the vice president becomes the candidate without any opposition. And then the Democrats really won't have a choice. So I think if, if you're a Democrat, I'm not, I think you say, Hey, listen, let's have a primary. Let's see who the next person should be, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. No, he's, and do you think that uh, he'll keep the same vice president? You think there'll be changes within the party? hundred percent. It's got no, to change. No. One thing about governor, and you watch governors and presidents, they almost never change who the next per- second person is. It politically, it's dangerous as well as it, that. That becomes that becomes a major issue. And right now, no one's challenging the president in a primary. Why would you change the vice president if you got a clear path? Wow, that's going to be a, that could be a clear path for the Republicans. I can see Vince August, Steve Trevelis, uh, governor, and. Lieutenant Governor, perfect combination. And President Bramnick. And President Bramnick. There we go. And, 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 and you know, I'm going to make you Secretary of State. You travel all over the world because you're so kind. You probably <laughs> could bring peace to the world. First place we go, the NJ Pack in October. What's the date? October 28th, man. I got to get, I might have to stay up all night and have some more comedy. Send me, have everybody in the radio send me jokes. I really need them. No problem. We can do this for you. Thanks so much for coming on. Senator John Bramnick, you're the best. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much. Bye bye now. Got it, pal. 1 800 283 101.5. Have you ever had any interaction with Kratom? Have you ever taken it, ever used it, know anything about it, know anyone that's ever used it? Let me hear your story. It's uh, his fast traffic. It's New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Kratom. I've never heard of it. And uh, apparently it's uh, available. You can get it in a gas station without prescription. It can uh, get you high. It can relieve pain. And uh, it could be regulated in New Jersey. Senator John Bramnick, who you just heard, uh, pushing legislation to make that happen, bipartisan legislation. But I want to know, like, have anyone had any experience with Kratom? Has anyone ever used it? Anyone ever uh, had any side effects from it? Anyone got high from it? Anyone relieved pain from it? I don't. I didn't even know it existed, and apparently my audience doesn't either because we have no calls right now. So if you want to get on, I'm going to do this for the next four minutes, unless we get more calls. But uh, what has your experience been with kratom?
If you've never heard of it, let me know that. Uh, commonly refers to an herbal substance that can produce opioid and stimulant-like effects. Kratom and kratom-based products. Uh, this is from uh, NI- NIH.gov. Uh, kratom and kratom-based products are currently legal and accessible in many areas, though the U.S. and international agencies continue to review emerging evidence to inform kratom policy. Now, as I said before, on WebMD, uh, there were 91 deaths uh, related to kratom between 2017 and 2019. 91 Americans lost their lives to fatal overdoses in which the drug was a contributing factor. In seven of those cases, Kratom was the only drug to show up in post-mortem testing. And a team from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say this. Study was based on information in a federal drug overdose database. So, talk to me. Besides the 91 deaths in which Kratom consumption was at least a contributing factor, victims in another 61 fatal drug overdoses were found with Kratom in their bloodstreams. But is that just because it's just something they just happen to be taking? Not what actually killed them or actually hurt them. Just if you're taking drugs, you know, maybe on the spectrum of what you would be ingesting. But what do you know about Kratom? Or do you know anything about Are you learning about Kratom now like I did? It can increase alertness. It could also make you psychotic. <laughs> you know, some people I could say, I, I could think maybe beyond Kratom. Uh, it's sold in many forms and there are no controls on it. Now, there are states, I think uh, Senator Bramnick said, what was it, in 11 states it's illegal? Uh, New Jersey, not one of them. But how do you feel about the idea? And I'm more interested in whether or not you've had any experience. Now, Bramnick is sponsoring a bill uh, S3549 that would require Kratom to be regulated, prohibit the sale of Kratom to anyone under 21, and establish administrative penalties for any person who sells a Kratom product without product registration. He said some people have claimed Kratom gives them increased alertness and physical energy, but others complain of drowsiness, delusions, and confusion. So, like I said, have you ever had any experience with this? I mean, with the stuff that's going on illegally, especially fentanyl, and regardless of you buying any drug, wouldn't you want to know what you were getting? You know, I mean, how could you even buy illegal drugs now knowing that they could kill you? You know, knowing that you don't know what's going to be in them. I see people calling and hanging up. You can stay on. I'll talk to you. one 800 1015 I talked to Chad. He don't mind. He stays on. No, I'm here. I'll hang around for you, Steve. He has no choice. You know, no, they, no. They pay him. You can't see here. the person off screen about gunpoint. Hold me here. That cake was on. <laughs> oh, did you like that? Oh, my God. Yeah, my parents brought a good old grocery store cake from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, is that where it's my, from? Yeah, it's from Columbus. Giant? Giant Eagle, which is a, a chain of grocery stores. In that stores. order is the way it should always be mentioned. <laughs> yes. yes. My parents will tell you all about their excellent gas perks. Steve. Oh, yeah? That's why they get the, the the cake from the Giant Eagle. But that was moist, and the icing yeah. was like a whipped cream kind of. It yes. was green, but it was like a whipped creamy kind of icing. You know, it's not just a flyover state, uh, no, Ohio. There's many all. delicacies, especially in the, uh, the grocery store bakery. You never know what you're going to find there. Come for the browns, stay for the cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Let them eat cake. 9.30. Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. 1-800-283-101.5. You ever heard of Kratom? 
It could be an LSD trip. It could be a pain reliever. It could make you psychotic. It could make you feel better. You think it should be regulated? Senator John Bramnick thinks so, and he's uh, proposed legislation, bipartisan legislation that could make it happen in New Jersey. 91 deaths have been uh, attributed to its involvement between 2017 and 2019. Where do you stand? Josh is in Wilmington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Josh. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you, pal? Good, thanks. Good. What are you thinking? Say that again, sorry. Oh, what, were you, what are you thinking? Yeah, so uh, I've been using kratom for a couple of years myself. Um, like you said, I'm, I think there's a couple different there's a couple different strains or veins of kratom. Uh, the white white vein helps lift you up a little bit. I like to take it before I run long distances, like half marathon or longer. And then the red vein uh, sort of helps chill you out, calm you down. Uh, helps me a lot with sleep. Uh, I'm 100% in favor of regulation. I think it's a really great substance. I'm not uh, I'm not for legalization, but I think regulation. You know, so we all know what we're getting when we're buying kratom to make sure it's it's safe uh, and healthy for everybody. Well, just the fact that you define the difference between the white strain and the red strain is a big help. You know, people have no idea, and you can just buy it at a gas station now, right? Yeah, I, I buy my uh, I buy mine online uh, from a more reputable dealer. But yeah, I, I think I have seen it in gas stations. But that I don't know if I trust that stuff as much. You know. Now, how did you come to find out about it? How'd you get How'd you come to get involved in it? Yeah, one of my friends um, used it one time before we went for a run, uh, and he offered me a little bit, kind of explained it. Um, so I, I trusted him, and I, I gave it a try. And what's it feel like? What's the experience like? I would say the I like the white van. I use that a little bit more often. It's um, it's like a slightly stronger cup of coffee, but with a little bit of euphoria as well. Okay. Um, and then when you're running long distances, it helps dull the pain of the running as well. Uh, I think those are really the big effects I get. By the pain, you mean like just the muscle strain, the tiring? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it helps me go a lot longer without um, without tiring out. Okay. Now, is there a taste to it? Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to. Oh, you got to close your eyes and swallow hard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I turn it in. I turn it into a tea with some lemon. That helps a lot with the taste, but it's, it's very bitter. And now that's the white strain. So that's the one that makes you run better. What's the one that relieves pain? The, uh, the red strain is a little bit more for pain relief and for, like, I use that to sleep sometimes if I'm really struggling with insomnia. Um, yeah. And what about, what's the one that gives you the LSD trip? What's the psycho strain? You know, I've, I've, been, using a, I've been using a lot of Kratom uh, for the past four years. I'm, I mean, not a lot, but I've been using it for the past four years. Right. And I have not had any sort of psychotic uh, or LSD type effects from, from any of them. But my guess is that's maybe at really high doses. Right. Have you ever had an urge to listen to the Grateful Dead or Pink Floyd while you were on the crowd? <laughs> uh, you're talking to the wrong guy. I have an urge to listen to to Pink Floyd, whether or not I'm taking crowd. There you go. It just it just enhances. The, it just, have Have you ever tried to take Kratom, listen to Dark Side of the Moon while playing The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> no, not since college, man. It's been a, it's been a couple of years, but that wasn't Kratom. I wasn't crap. That was just good. That was just good fun. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I want to know to 283 101.5. I know more about Kratom now than I did an hour ago, you know, between Bramnick and Josh. Uh, you know what? I You got to regulate it. You got to regulate it just so you know what you're getting. I, I can't understand. And, you know, and I... I lived a long time. I know a lot of people on drugs. I never understood the idea of buying something that could kill you from a stranger that you don't know. And people would do it, you know. Uh, but regardless of that, 
just, you know, if you have, you have something here that could help people. I mean, why don't we know, forget about, forget about the illegality or illegality. Just the fact that if there's something out there that can enhance your ability to run or to work out, you know, something that could relieve pain. Not only why don't we know about it, why are we not marketing it? Like, why isn't this everywhere? Right? Why wouldn't? Why don't we know about it? If it works, why don't we know about it? It would make sense. Regulate it and then develop it. And uh, who knows where it could go? 1-800-283-101.5. I heard Dennis and Judy talking about it earlier today. And they had people calling in, like truck drivers and stuff. You know, and there were people who were pro. There were people who had bad experiences with it. And I'm just wondering, like, if you've had any experiences with it. Um, but... You know, Senator Bramnick saying he's not trying to make it illegal. He just wants to regulate it. And that makes perfect sense to me. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. And as far as like, you know, the um, the statistics, when people take drugs, they take all kinds of drugs. I should get Kevin Mira to call in about this. He's probably asleep right now, you know. Uh, the uh, The founder of City of Angels. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, how do you feel about it? Have you ever taken it? Would you ever take it? And uh, forget about that. Do you even know about it? Angela Conover is the director of opioid response and prevention with the Partnership for Drug-Free New Jersey. Said buying Kratom is risky because you don't really know what you're getting. And that makes perfect sense. We want to make sure if we are buying something, it is regulated because we don't want to be buying something off the streets that could possibly be mixed with other drugs as well. Simple common sense. She pointed out that there are also addiction concerns with Kratom and anything that we're experimenting with that isn't coming from a pharmacy or isn't regulated could even contain fentanyl, which we know is so deadly. That's my biggest fear, you know, with anything illegal. How do you know? But then again, the idea that you can get it in a gas station and they show pictures of the packets uh, on, our, on our website, nj1015.com, David Mathau wrote the story. And basically, uh, it can increase alertness, but it can also make you psychotic. And it's sold in many forms right now, Kratom, with no controls. So uh, where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. While there are no uses for Kratom approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, people report using Kratom to manage drug withdrawal symptoms and cravings, especially related to opioid use, pain, fatigue, and mental health problems. NIDA supports and conducts research to evaluate uh, potential medicinal uses for Kratom and related chemical compounds. So, like, why not? I mean, why not explore it so that we can pull the good out of it and make it more available to more people? If this actually works and is a good pain reliever, why not? By I mean, by all means, regulate it. Now you know what you're dealing with. I say not only regulate it, I would say market it. 1-800-283-101.5. Right, Eli has used Kratom. Please hold on. I want to hear. I want to give you more time. I want to hear what you've got to say. In minutes, under Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Kratom. Have you ever tried it? Uh, some people say it's like an LSD trip. It make you psychotic. Then there are different strains that uh, make you work out better. There are different strains that will make you relaxed, relieve pain. Uh, Senator John Bramnick wants to regulate it. It's illegal in like 11 states. 
here in New Jersey. It's just there. So uh, what do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. Eli's in Tom's River. Hi, Eli. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. How about you? Not bad. Not bad. So I've, I, I don't use Cradle. I've experimented with it in the past. Right. I have tried the red vein, yellow vein, the white vein stuff. Uh, and, yes, it's true. There's different effects like caffeine. So the red vein gives you a little more of an energized effect. Uh, the yellow vein gives you a little more of a, a sedative type of an effect. But I got to tell you, first of all, with the fentanyl, this stuff, you're buying it either at the gas station, but more likely you're buying it from an herbal shop online. And I'm going to tell you, the odds of finding fentanyl in this stuff is like 1%. <laughs> I mean, this isn't something you're buying off of a dealer on the street. You're just not doing that. There was a, never a need to do that. I don't know. But That's what I'm say. saying. If it's illegal, I mean, if it's not legalized you can, and you can buy it anywhere, then some guy comes up to you with a baggie and says, here you go. How do you know? I, I don't know. I, I don't buy drugs. I'm not, you know, I've never done it. So that's why I ask. Yeah, it, it's more of an herbal supplement. At, at least that's how it's been marketed for years. So it's just like, uh, I mean, that's like saying, well, I can find, uh, you know, fentanyl in my uh, antioxidants. But, you know, yeah, there's always a risk. Sure, I'll, I'll give it that. But I'm right. not going to say it's impossible. However, I will say with my own experimenting with it, I have. Uh, I started off very with small doses because I didn't know what to expect. So right. you don't, you know, you don't do stupid things. And uh, I got to tell you, I've taken pretty large doses and still haven't had really any effect, any major effect. As far as this hallucination, yeah, where are they getting that from? <laughs> I that that's my concern. Whenever I hear the word regulation, it always makes me nervous. But uh, you know, it seems like they're trying to to stack some extras on top. I have never heard of this stuff causing hallucinations. Uh, I actually got a lot of friends who actually did like it right. and do take it regularly. And yeah, he's you know, not putting never, it down. Like they're not, you know, Bram, I had Bram Nicar before. He's not putting it down. He's just saying, let's just regulate it. Uh, now, here's my question. Why, why don't we know about this? I mean, if this, if this is actually relieving pain and this is giving you the experiences that it's giving to you, should it be marketed on a higher scale? It should. You know, if it truly is just a matter of making it safer and making it purer, then there's a lot of upside potential with that. But if it's a matter of, of just knocking out the cop, like uh, Dennis said earlier in the day, knocking out the competition because of the weed lobbyists, you know, if it's something stupid like that, then I'm not in favor. But if it's truly about empowering and making this better, there is a lot of upside potential with this, but there needs to be research. But look, right. the pharmaceutical companies make billions. Why sell you something that costs a couple cents? Well, you know, that's the biggest problem. But here's the question, though. If marijuana is not, I mean, marijuana is, you know, fentanyl, they don't give you uh, the kratom. You have to buy it as well. I mean, it's not going to be competing with marijuana. I don't know like what the connection is. It's not going to be, I could either go out and buy weed or buy an edible or I can buy kratom. No, they're two completely different things. So I don't know, like, you know, it's not, it's not like we're going to do this to offset the sale of weed. It's going to be more like, you know, for me, explore it, get the good out of it, and make sure that whatever you're buying, you know, when you're going to buy it on a grander scale, make sure that whatever you're buying is quality product. 
yeah, no nasty set, uh, things in there, you know, byproducts, synthetics. Now, that, that could only be good, so I support that. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, if, if it's good and it's natural, because it does come from a tree and um, I believe in Indonesia, um, but regardless, it's... I hear a lot of positive things about it. It didn't give me a positive thing, but, you know, everybody's different. But I, I Did it give you a the, negative thing? No, no. It was very, very... It, first of all, it tastes gross. It's right. very gross. You have to take it in a capsule. <laughs> that alone will turn people off of it, right? Yeah, it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. um, and I did get a little bit of caffeinated effect out of it, you know, a little more than a cup of espresso in the morning. Right. But that was about it for me, and I figured for the amount of money it cost, it didn't really do much for me. What does it cost? My friend, on the other hand, uh, at the time, like uh, 20 grams was like 25 bucks. Okay. I don't know what it costs now. It probably is more expensive, but... Yeah, my buddy's been on it for years, and he swears by it for pain and energy, and it gets him through his day without having to take a narcotic pain medication. And I'm happy for him. If that's what it's doing, I don't see any negative changes in him. He's been on it for years. I don't see any personality differences. But, you know, this death thing, I don't know about that. It always seems to be this in combination well, you know what it is. else. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I think that, you know, when people, if you know, and again, I'm not a drug, I don't take drugs, but usually you see like there's a whole bunch of different things, you know, that's how marijuana got right. lumped in, you know, oh my God, he smoked marijuana, marijuana right. must be a drug, it's killing people. And it's, I think it could oh, be something yeah. like that. Uh, and if, if, if people are seeking a high out of this stuff, don't, you know, that's, that's the, that's the problem. If you're seeking a high, especially I hear a lot of people say, compare this to opiates. Not going to happen. It's, it's, too, it's not going to happen for you. You're going to waste your money and probably hurt yourself. All right, Eli, thanks for the call. Great stuff. I'm really late for a break. Dominsky and Doyle are now available on demand. Shut up. I swear to God. That's ridiculous. Weekday afternoons, Dominsky and Doyle are on New Jersey 101.5. But now you can listen to them anytime and anywhere on demand. Is it a big deal? Is it fun? Or is it just like silliness? Subscribe to the Dominsky and Doyle show wherever you get podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on demand button to hear the show. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Dominsky and Doyle, now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. Daylight come and me want go Work all about that? night and I drink a rum. Stack banana till the morning come. Harry Belafonte died today at the age of 96. Had an Oscar, had a Grammy, had a Tony, had a Golden Globe, an activist. An incredible singer, an icon, left the world a much better place than he found it. And uh, we salute him. Incredible. And it sounds just as fresh today as it did 
Carol Burnett is 90 years old today. Amazing. A beautiful bunch. All right, banana. You know, when you saw Harry Belafonte on television, when you saw Harry Belafonte in a movie shows up anywhere, there's like a... It's like regal, you know? Uh, a few people attain... Few people uh, attain that kind of height, and Harry Belafonte was one of them. You know, on a day like today, so many people were talking about him on Facebook. So many people were hit by this, and you know, when you're 96 years old, uh, you know your contemporaries, people, the people who really lived it. Uh, aren't around anymore to pay the proper cred, you know, the proper respects. And yet, with Harry Belafonte, so many people today on social media, television, radio, everywhere, took the time to, uh, to mourn and pay tribute to Harry Belafonte. How about that? There you go. 96 years old. Rest in peace. Salute. And thank you for everything. All right. Number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. Let's see. Tomorrow night we got Trevia. Gemini is going to be here. Mark Riccadonna is going to be here. Uh, Justin Gonzalez. We got to get Justin Gonzalez. We'll sing the Harry Belafonte. Right? Because he sings Queen. He does a Queen tribute band. And he does the Dale as he does. I can't do it. He does it. but between now and then, uh, go to nj1015.com. Check out a whole bunch of posts I put up about the best Chinese restaurants and the best Italian restaurant. And uh, you want to eat Greek restaurant, I got you covered. You like steak, I got you covered. Uh, but you know what? I've got, a, I've got a few minutes to kill. And when I'm, you know, what I want to talk about... Uh, when you talk about someone as old as Harry Belafonte, someone who's lived as long, and, you know, there are few people that live, you know, that long, 96 years old. You know, George Burns, I think he lived to be 100, but they kind of pushed him over the edge, you know, to, to get him there. You know, uh, Carol Burnett, 90 years old. You know, more and more people are living longer. And hopefully more and more people will be living longer, including us, and healthy, you know? Uh, I could go, like, whose celebrity death affected you the most? Because so many people were affected by Harry Belafonte. So many people were touched by his life, by his passing. Um, Who's someone that, who's a, a celebrity death and we could do this for a few minutes. Who is a celebrity death? Someone that you, not a celebrity death, but someone that you're going to really grieve when they go. 1-800-283-101.5. Celebrity death is easy. You know, I mean, celebrity death, we've done it so many times. Uh, for me, of course, John Lennon. Uh, but who is someone that maybe, uh, you know, getting up there, 
And when they go, they're going to take your heart with them. When they go, it's going to feel like a punch in the stomach. Is there anybody you could think of? It's almost like when you see something like this, or like Carol Burnett, 90 years old, you're like, thank God. And she still got it. And she's still funny. And, you know, she's still so nice. She was acting. She was on Hawaii Five-0 a couple of years ago. Uh, she does uh, me TV commercials. Uh, do yourself a favor. You know, no matter how old you are, go watch me TV or TV land or some of these older channels just to see, to get a balance of television then and now. You see where it came from, but you also see how good it was or how good it could be. You know, when you watch, um, like, oh, the family can never be done today. Well, it's actually being done today. It's being done today in reruns, and nobody's upset that it's on. You know, they just uh, realize that they can't top it. Um, and it's funny, when you go back and you look at the retrospectives, there's a, there's a channel called Reels, and they do a lot of, um, you know, uh, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, and they did one on Bewitched and the story of Elizabeth Montgomery, uh, which was a sad story of the relationship she had with her father. She could never please him, and he was an actor, and she eclipsed him, much like David Cassidy and Jack Cassidy. Uh, but some fascinating stories. But uh, who would be someone that when they go is going to really devastate you? And you know what? The, it's hard the older you get because... Your contemporaries aren't there who really feel the pain. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to go first. You don't want everybody around your friends and relatives mourning you. You know, you want to outlive them. <laughs> so, so when you're 96 years old, the people kind of they got to go to the history books to find out what Harry Belafonte did. But Harry Belafonte did a lot. Uh, like I said, he he left the world a much better place than he found it, and that's probably the greatest tribute that you could lay on anybody. I would imagine. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, all right. Like I said, go to nj1015.com. Check out the many, many blogs. Let's talk to Sandy in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Sandy. Hey, how you doing, I'm good. How about you? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good so far. Thank God. All right, Sandy. Who's going to freak you out? Paul McCartney if he dies. Oh, my God. I want to call him every day and just make sure he's okay. No, really? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Paul McCartney would be upset. Yeah. John. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then, then it would all fall on Ringo. Yeah, yeah. And Ringo, too. I like both of them, actually. So, you know, all of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's... Paul would be bad. And Calvinette, too. I always like Calvinette. Calvinette, 90 years old today. How about that? I didn't know it was her birthday. Yeah. Yeah, happy birthday to her. Yeah. Uh, actually, we got to touch the ear, right? We got to touch the ear for her grandmother, like she would know. <laughs> All right, Sandy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Here's fast traffic. Z101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right, so uh, a couple of years ago, I did an interview on a show called Bear All. And uh, it's a really great show. It was a really great time. We did it in my house. My sons were so much younger then. 
Uh, and now it turns out that Bear All is going to be picked up by the DBTV network. And it's going to be on Roku, it's going to be on Amazon, it's going to be on Smart TV, it's going to be on demand, it's going to be everywhere, it's everywhere. And uh, the very lovely host of the show is Marianne Costello, and she joins me right now with that sexy voice of hers. How you doing, kiddo? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? Oh, now you're turning on the sexy voice. Now it's like, I'm doing great, Steve. <laughs> uh-huh. One nine hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Talk to Marianne. <laughs> oh, you're great. She bears all uh, on the radio. So, so tell me, how did this happen? Now, now let me get this straight. We did this interview a couple of years ago, and you're getting pit, and now the show got picked up, and it's going to run this Saturday morning at the at two a.m. and I'm going to be on it. Uh, yes, you are going to be on it on um, the show. They're all with Marion Costello has been picked up by DVTV, and it is the all-new interview, lifestyle, and healthy living television show where we get to the heart of the matter, um, interviewing actors, comedians, doctors, experts, television, radio personalities, chefs, rock bands, and so much more. And you could join for the hot topics, the knowledge, the wisdom, the inspiration, conversation, and fun, all while our guests are bearing all, just like you did. And yeah. you actually bear it all on that show. You did. That's because so, you're a good interviewer. Really you kind of, you, like Barbara Walters, you pried it out of me. Well, it, it was fantastic. It was heartwarming. And for anybody who doesn't know your story, it's really an endearing interview. It really was. Now, how do you get it? You have to, you have, to have Roku TV? Or how? Like, what's the best way to get it? <laughs> well, there's different ways that you can get the show. So you can watch it on Roku or Amazon Fire or the smart TV under DBTV. Right. Or you can access their YouTube channel, or you can stream it directly from dbtv.tv. Um, again, you're right. It's going to premiere this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it'll be 2 a.m. Eastern Standard, 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we are so excited. And, you know, I have something to tell you here. What's that? Um, you might remember Rich Shalanza. He was yeah, how's he doing? He's doing great. He's still a guitarist, a songwriter, producer, and he's the front man of Nectar these days. How about so that? That's been exciting. And then we have our producer and filmmaker and graphic artist, Jay Petsko. You met him, too. He's still also a um, big, big hand on barrel and makes it all happen for us. He's really great. Uh-huh. And then we're going to be joined by, down the road, Mr. Mark Mancini. Now, if you don't know Mark Mancini, he had many years in the rank with extreme professional wrestling on TV and has over 17 years behind the mic with Sirius XM from San Diego to Los Angeles and all. And he's really good in the sports. And we have a show on WWDB in Philly called Liberty Bell Smack. So he's going to be coming part of Bear All. But I have to tell you, today mm-hmm. I found out something that might boggle your mind. What's that? Today, there was a local guy in Pennsylvania during COVID, and his clients had to be seen. So he decided to do the DBTV network two years ago, right. and it exploded. Well, it turns out you might know the name David Brunner because when he heard that you were the guest, Steve Trevelis, and he's probably listening right now, yeah. I wanted to mention that he knows you from Wi-Fi 92, WIFI 92, and WYSP. YSP, yeah. And he goes, you did the news and weather, and he knew of you, and he was saying it was roughly about 37 years ago that he knows of you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was WYSP. Well, David Brenner, the comedian. You know, David Brenner, we had David Brenner booked 
at the um, Broadway Theater in Pittman back in 2010. Gilbert Gottfried was the original act, and Gilbert had canceled because he got The Apprentice. So we, uh, the the uh, booker, Daryl Blood, and I were talking about who we could get in there, and it turned out to be David Brenner. You know, David Brenner would have been the Philadelphia guy, the ultimate guy to put in there, one of the greatest comedians ever, and he's going to do it. And uh, leading up to it, he needed an opening act. He said, you know, I'm not going to, I do not want a comic. If anyone tells a joke, I'm not going on. So we uh, got a, a singing act. I got the Mahoney Brothers to do an Everly Brothers show because Phil Everly, I think, had just died at that point. So I called him up. Can you guys do the show? Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. And it turns out Brenner, as we got closer to the show, had to pull out of the show. And a couple of months later, he passed away. But he was one of the greatest interviews I ever did in my life. I, I had 15 minutes with him. I ran it about 50 times on WIP because he was so cool, so funny, so friendly. Uh, he said that he would go on for Johnny Carson. He said that he had tried out to, uh, he said he gave himself like two, he worked in television in Philadelphia. And he said, I'm going to give this a couple of years, whatever his deadline was. And then at the end of it, if it doesn't work, I'm out. And he books, he gets booked on the Ed Sullivan show. And he's like, all right, this will be nice. I'll end my, I'll end my trial, my career, my big, my dream will end on the Ed Sullivan show. And the next morning he gets like $15,000 worth of jobs, which in 1964 was huge. And uh, he ends up going on. He ends up filling in for Johnny Carson, guest hosting The Tonight Show. And he said that Johnny would never let him uh, come to the couch. He always had to do stand-up. And he said, Johnny, what are you doing? All these other guys get to go right to the couch. Why can't I? Why do I have to do stand-up? And Carson said, because when you're out there, I get to go have a cigarette. And that's how Brenner had to do stand-up <laughs> all the time. And then his best friend was Freddie Prinze. And uh, Freddie Prinze, you know, committed suicide. And he, Brenner doesn't, to this day, to this, Brenner passed away, but I mean, Brenner, you know, for the rest of his life, never believed that Prince knew the gun was loaded. In fact, oh, he, wow. he testified in open court. He said that um, at some kind of an insurance, was some hearing about Freddie Prince, and he said that uh, if Freddie had lived an extra 30 seconds after he did that, it would have been coherent. His last words would have been the S word. That he never believed that Prince in his wildest dreams thought the gun was loaded. But it was that kind of an interview, and it was just kind of like hanging out with the guy. And he was so friendly, and David Brenner was one of the first guys to do topical comedy. I saw him at in South Street at a place called The Funny Bone on 2nd and South, and Stu Bykofsky was there, the Daily News writer. Brenner walks up to the stage, and... Instead of the stage, he's got a podium on the stage. He brings a whole stack of newspapers with him. And he throws them on stage and he says, you know, uh, I don't have an act. I just, I just pull headlines from the paper. So we're all friends here. Why not? And he just picked up the newspaper, read the headline, did the joke, picked up the next newspaper. And he was amazing. You know? Oh, wow. Well, I wonder if he was one of his clients because David Brenner was the comedian. But David Brenner? Who I'm talking about? David Brunner? Who's that? Brunner, yes. He is the owner and CEO of... Oh, I thought you meant David Brenner. I'm sorry. No, I'm wondering why, but that's okay, because that was really an interesting story, because I like David Brenner. I did. And oh, okay. it was just that I never heard that story before, but he is a premier talent agency. 
for TV, news, radio, sports, talent representation for over 30 years. And now he has the DBTV.TV network, which is the first and only TV network in the world owned and run by a talent agency. Go nice. figure that. Well, listen, best of luck. And it's going to be this Saturday, 2 a.m., Bear All on Roku TV, Amazon. Where's the best place to find all the listings? It's on DBTV.TV, and you can find all the listings from there as well. All right, Marianne. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Thanks. You got it. It is 1030. 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Talking in your sleep. That's the name of his song, Rob. It's called Talking in Your Sleep. Yeah, we, we play this on the air uh, during the weekend. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, a group called The Romantics. This was the second hit. You know what the first hit was? What? It's called, called What I Like About You. Oh, I know that song. You know that song? Yeah. Okay. Can believe these songs are like forty years old. Yeah, because what do I like? What I like about you starts off with um actually clapping in the beginning. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right, very big hit at parties. So are you ready? Yes. In that case, let's do it. Well, I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines. I read the news today. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? And that's where you come in. Bergen County is opening its first-ever indoor pickleball-only courts. Really? Yes. So do you know what pickleball is? No, but I know everybody's playing it. Yes, because it's a cross of ping-pong, tennis, and badminton. It blew up during the pandemic. Right. It was all over my neighborhood. There was. Do you play? I played in actually in high school, and I was pretty good. I was all right. What I gotta see what this looks like. Hold on, keep so, talking. I'm gonna right. go on YouTube. So what it is it. to really sum it up, it's a wiffle ball. It's like you play with a wiffle ball and like like a really big wooden spoon. I'm gonna be honest. Like like it's a it's a and mix a really of, big wooden spoon. Yeah, like like it's it's like. You know, it's like a tennis, like a tennis racket and a ping pong. It's like a tennis game that they're playing, right? Yeah. You play it on a tennis court. Yeah. It's it's just like, okay. Really? I would say it's like tennis if tennis had like But it's slower like a, than tennis, yeah, right? Like, like it's like miniature golf for tennis. You know, it's funny listening to this music and watching this highlight. <laughs> yeah. Like it, was made to, like it was all made to go together. Okay. So that's pickleball, huh? Yeah. It starts May 1st. All right. So I, I, I mean, I am fine with that because that means that everyone can go into their own community, understand that they all like the same. They're thing. all pickleballs are created equal. Yeah. Also, they're they're gonna have a really cool thing that I think honestly would be a pretty cool like date night situation. They are gonna put LED lights around mm -hmm. the court. Really? Yeah. So it's okay. kind of like giving you that little roller rink vibe. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I'm watching this dance. Oh, I see. All right. And uh, that's the new dance craze, pickleball. All right. <laughs> what not, else you got? It's not too bad, but eh. That so Cape May Brewing Company has announced this past Monday oh, that it's know. acquiring the Flying Fish Brewing Company. Are they really? Yes. I was at um, Sunday night. Uh, I was at a friend's house, my wife's uh, co-worker, uh -huh. and we had something that we never had before called hot pot. Have you ever heard of hot pot? 
Not like a hot pocket. No, hot pot. And what this is, is um, it's basically, they put two pots. You have two burners on the table, like, you know, camping burners. Mm -hmm. And they put two pots of boiling water on each. I was talking about this last night, on each, you know. And all around the pots are raw meat, fish, chicken, uh, beef, bacon, whatever. Dumplings, tofu, scallops. And you make your own dipping sauce out of a combination of soy and oyster and ginger and sesame. You make your own dipping sauce. And then you take your, you know, your fork, whatever, and you choose whatever meat you want and you stick it in the boiling water. And then when it rises to the top, it's finished. And you spend the night just eating whatever you want. It is amazing. That sounds delicious. And I was drinking Cape May beer with it. I never knew Cape May beer. If I, I even took a picture of the beer can because I'm thinking of doing a post on it. Uh-huh. And yeah, now you got to send me that story. So they're going to buy Flying Fish? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, How they are. How about that? So, like, <clears throat> Cape May Brewing Company has actually gotten really a lot more popular because the IPA popularity has really expanded I don't know. It's kind of now like this whole cult thing in a way. Right. Um, my dad likes them. I haven't. I think I've had a couple of them before. I don't mind them. They actually kind of taste a little salty, which is uh, kind of nice to me. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. Jersey at New Jersey Proud with a sweet hint of honey. Honey Porter goes down smooth thanks to its balanced, robust, and light-bodied finish. This award-winning brown porter is brewed with Jersey, fresh certified honey, and a firm malt presence, making it extremely approachable. This is the one I had the other night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cape May Brewing Company Honey Porter. Delicious. And the, it's a the state of New Jersey really cool. made of honeycombs. Yeah. The yeah. can is really awesome. Who else takes a picture of the can of beer when they go out? This is what you got to do when you work here. You're constantly thinking about writing posts. You know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Take a yeah. picture of the can of beer. We get through something with this. So All speaking right. of what you usually have with beer, tomorrow is National Pretzel Day. All right. Yeah, so. And what, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but you can get actually some free deals tomorrow. So if you have a specific... Uh, membership with Annie Ann's. You can get yourself a free original or a cinnamon pretzel. But also, if you if you don't have that, you can just get a couple of just a couple of dollars off. Is Philly pretzel doing anything? Philly pretzel, yes, you can get one frilly uh, <laughs> Philly pretzel. A frilly pretzel, <laughs> yeah, fr- frilly. <laughs> Uh, I like the no-frills pretzel, just the pretzel, the salt. Yeah, you get one free pretzel per guest with no purchase necessary at any Philly pretzel factory or Walmart. I love, the cool thing about working in Philadelphia, and they should do this in Jersey, Uh is, I don't know if they do it anymore with uh, everybody freaking out over everything, but you used to be able to, like, for a buck, you would, you, you know, there'd be street vendors, and they would give you, like, five soft pretzels. All dollar? stuck together for like a dollar. Really? They were amazing. And, you know, maybe, no, maybe, maybe two, two big ones. And I would drive with the pretzel in my hand, just eating the pretzel. You get mustard, they give you mustard with it. There, we have a Philly pretzel back in my hometown. And I got to tell you, like at every family fun night or anything like in elementary school, that is fueling the kids because all oh, you yeah. need is just a couple of one or two pretzels and 
They're all over the place. Well, they sell them in the stores now, but I mean, these, uh -huh. these used to be like, the guy would be like with a beach chair. They'd have pretzel routes and the guy be on the corner all day long and he'd have like uh, flowers on one side. You uh -huh. could buy like a bouquet of flowers, which was great for date night. Uh -huh. And on the other side, he had the pretzels. <laughs> so you'd pull up to the streetlight on Roosevelt Boulevard and uh, pick your poison. Need some flowers, also a couple of pretzels. If I got in trouble, I'd buy the flowers. If I was just hungry, I'd buy the pretzels, you know. I like it. All right, okay. well, hold on. We got to do more after this. It's on New Jersey 101.5. Congratulations to Gene in Monroe Township, Susan in Providence, Donna in Edison. They all won cash with the Jersey Cash Coats contest on New Jersey 101.5. You want to win cash too? Listen, this is the last week, uh, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for the Jersey Cash Code. At the start of every hour, there's a new code, a new chance to win up to $30,000. Info and rules on nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Yoka Dealerships. Experience the difference with 40 locations, 25 brands, 10 collision centers in Pennsylvania and New Jersey is the last week of the $30,000 Jersey cash coat contest. Get in to win on New Jersey 101.5, where Rob Brown will tell us what else is going on. Man, there goes it, my man. microphone. Um, so first of all, I thought this was really cool. Yes. Uh, New Jersey town Vineland held its own Super Bowl victory celebration for its player who just came out from the, like their hometown hero, Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, the Kansas City running back yeah. from Rutgers yeah. who helped them win a Super Bowl. He That's got, great. Yeah, they, they gave him a whole parade to himself. I, I love that. That's beautiful. Is, isn't that a whole, isn't, I, I think it's hilarious that it's in April, though, you know? Well, you know, you gotta, you, know, you gotta make time when you can get the time. I mean, I, I do get it because you probably had to get, you know, a couple of things approved, had to get the, you know, streets blocked. Well, know. think of it this way. Uh, you're Kansas City. Uh -huh. You paid Patrick Mahomes $400 million. You don't have anything left for anybody else. So yeah. the running back is a Rutgers seventh round draft pick. He's not getting paid. The receivers are Kadarius Tony, who was a giant pick that got traded away. He's not getting paid. Mm -hmm. uh, Ronnie James, whatever, is that the guy's name? Uh, the San Francisco, the, the guy that the Giants had played? Ricky James. Yeah. Who, uh, from San Francisco. Uh, he's not getting paid. He's the other end. And you got Travis Kelsey. He's getting paid. Yeah, he's getting So, I mean, you know, uh, but it's an amazing story. You see Saquon Barkley holding out. Right, he's unhappy with the ten million dollar franchise tag that he signed for one year, while all the other running backs are getting less than ten, mm -hmm. except for like you know the the few the chosen few that signed before the running back market completely bottomed out. So you know if you're uh, Pacheco, sit back and enjoy. Because no matter the next couple of years, running backs don't have a long life in the NFL. Oh no, they got like how many years? Like yeah. I, I'd say like four or five. And the way it's going now, very rarely get second contracts. I mean, Barkley mm -hmm. wants to get signed. He's been hurt two of the last four years that he's played. Didn't he tear his ACL? One, one and he of came back. Times? Yeah. Right. Like, that's a, that's yeah. a big injury. So then you, uh, when you're Pacheco, I mean, think about this. He's He went to Rutgers, lived in Vineland, got uh, a Super Bowl in his very first year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's the arrow's only going up. There'll be more parades for Isaiah Pacheco. Nice. Yeah. I, I I like how you really you know you really gave him that 
oomph. You gave him the oomph Absolutely. that he deserved. Absolutely. You know, what else they got to do in Vineland? Go to Bob Levy's Comedy Club, and, <laughs> you know, which is a great comedy club, by the way. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you go to Kathy Wagner's uh, Landis Theater which is owned by my friend Ray, who have incredible acts in there, such as Justin Gonzalez and his 33 and a third The Killer Queen Experience who right. play there. You ever been to Violin? Uh, no. It's a pretty cool place. I actually recently went to Red Bank. Did you? My family, yeah. You've never been there before? Not, No, not really. Where'd no. you go? It's a nice town. I went, uh, I, went I, I think, in the winter. And oh, okay. Yeah, and... Do you think it was it cold outside? you think it was the winter? It, it was more like winter. It was like the mix of, like, you know, the transition between fall and winter. So. Okay. Like the transition between us and the Dennis and Judy Rewind. Great job. This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.